so last year was, he hadn't been doing hunters very long. So it, you know, we started doing hunters at the beginning of the year. So this is kind of early in his hunter career. Came here, won derby finals, um, and he's been wonderful. Every time we you know called on him, he actually you know exceeds our expectations. Um, but to come in tonight, he, he, I'm so confident. I mean, I knew he was going to try the hardest. I, I honestly tried not to make a mistake and let him do his thing, and, and he just tries so hard. He's a wonderful. Host. I'm so lucky to have him. Obviously, the wheelers that own him and the whole team behind him is unbelievable. Welcome to the Practical Horseman podcast, featuring conversations with respected riders, industry leaders, and horse care experts. The show is co-hosted by Practical Horseman editors, and our goal is to inform, educate, and inspire. I'm Sandy Olenek. This week's episode is a little different from our typical podcasts. We are sharing our press conference audio from the Platinum Performance U.S. Hunter Jumper Association International Hunter Derby Championship held August 19th and 20th this year. To give you some background on the Derby Championship, the riders have to qualify for the competition, which is held at the Kentucky Horse Park in Lexington. The championship consists of two rounds. The first round, called the Classic Round, is over a more typical hunter course and held on one day, a Friday. This year, 69 horse and rider combinations competed in that round. The second round, called the Handy Round, is on Saturday. This course has tighter turns and other options. For example, some years it had a trot fence. This year had a tricky bounce combination made up of tree branch rails with big stumps for standards. Riders could ride directly to the bounce from the previous fence or ride past it and make a right or left rollback turn to it. 41 pairs advanced to this year's Handy Round. During both the Classic and Handy Rounds, there are higher fence options that the riders can take to earn bonus points. So there is quite a bit of strategizing the riders do when planning their courses. Getting back to the podcast, the first part is the press conference after the classic round. During this part, you'll hear different journalists asking questions of the top three finishers of that class. In first place was Hunt Tosh, who rode the Wheeler family's 11-year-old Holsteiner gelding Cannon Creek. Hunt Cannon had won last year's Derby Championship. Second place was John French, riding the seven-year-old Hanoverian gelding Milagro, owned by Kent Barrington LLC. John had won the inaugural Hunter Derby Championship on Rumba in 2009. And in third place was Hannah Esau, who rode Tracy Friel's 18-year-old Saint-Francais gelding Red Rider. So you'll hear all of these riders answering questions. The second part of the podcast is the press conference after the handy round. Hunt and Cannon Creek stayed on top to win the championship. Hannah and Red Rider moved up to second place. And Hunt, on his second horse, Seal Wheeler's nine-year-old warm-blood gelding autograph, moved up from eighth place to third. Derby championship newcomers Colin Sakia and Front Page placed fourth and were the leaders of the tier two riders. You'll hear from these three in this part. John and Milagro had a lovely ride, but they had a hard rub at one fence, which moved them down to eighth. Finally, the podcast concludes with a few comments from Hunt in a brief interview I had with him right after the award ceremony. As I listened to this audio again, I found myself enjoying it just as much as when I'd been there in person and thought you would too. 
sort of a sneak peek at what goes on behind the scenes at a top hunter competition. I think you can get a sense of the riders' personalities as they joke with each other and talk about their horses and course strategies. Unfortunately, you can hear a little background noise. You can still hear the riders pretty well, but when the journalists are asking questions, it sometimes is a little challenging to catch it all. But I think from the riders' answers, you'll get the context. Before getting into the podcast, I'd like to share a word from this episode's sponsor, Troxel. Over two years of research and development went into engineering the most ventilated helmet in the equine industry, the new Terrain. This next generation, lightweight, low profile helmet is equipped with 12 extra large vents that deliver unmatched airflow. And a newly developed front cage adds an extra level of impact resistance. The polycarbonate shell is co-molded to the EPS liner for the perfect combination of lightweight performance and strength. Innovations include a patented cooling and moisture wicking cool care liner treated with odor bursting fuse technology, a shatterproof replaceable visor, and a new micro adjustable dial fit system. These features take the terrain helmet to the next level. For more information, visit www.troxelhelmets.com. Now, let's move right into the conversation where Hunt starts by talking about his strategy for riding the classic round on Cannon Creek. You know, obviously, after winning last year, you know, he's such a good horse and I'm so lucky to have him. You, you want to go in and have a nice trip. He owes us nothing at this point, but I, I want to go in and have a nice solid trip, kind of guarantee we go in tomorrow night. I, he went beautifully. I was so happy with him. Everyone kind of... Um, the wheelers and Mandy told me not to make a bad mistake and try to jump the high jump and have it down. They're like, even if it's going well, I landed on the next last jump and thought about it for a minute. And then I thought I better be safe because if I do that. But no, he went beautifully today. He's a blast ride. And he, was, he went fabulous. And John, how does it feel to come back to the Derby? I know you were our first champion, um, and especially after the year that you've had to be sitting in second place going into tomorrow night. How does that feel? Well, actually, I'd rather be in second place than first place. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, this is a great venue. I mean, I have such wonderful memories of, you know, showing Rumble here at that first Derby finals. Uh, he was a little more seasoned than the horse I have now. You know, he's never come back here and done the finals. He started the year in the 3-3, one show, then moved to 3-6, then moved to 4 foot. So. Uh, he's just seven years old, and I was really proud of him today to march around like that. And you know, I'm not sure we'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah, you and Red Rider are Derby veterans. How does it feel to be sitting uh, the top three? Uh, this is a dream come true <laughs> sitting with these two right here. Um, yeah, it's surreal. He's a little bit of an older horse, so I wanted to come in and have a good trip today. You've done I, a couple of derby finals before. And yeah. To be here many. This is, I believe, our fourth year. Yeah, we try to stick to the normal things. Uh, I, I do have one new pants. I bought new pants for last year. <laughs> I did them last year. Canyon Creek did one high-performance class. Went well, had a little rub, got an 88. 
happened again this year. I did the first class, had a little rough, got an 88. I was like, okay, first stopping. So yeah, I, every day, every single thing, I, I, I drive myself crazy because I'm so superstitious, but you know, certain things, obviously the little rocks that carry around everywhere. Uh, yeah, Maddie, Maddie, when she was really young, would pick them up and tell me they were sparkly stone rocks and they're really lucky and she gave them to me. One was for a grand. Cold Harbor at Harrisburg, I think. Uh, they, I can't remember, but I, I keep them all the time. I'm like, what if? <laughs> what if I don't have them? So you, you got you know, all sorts of crazy things, but yeah. It's uh, getting a little obsessive now, but it's going to keep going. <laughs> He's just a very scoping horse, and uh, I mean, the bigger jumps, the better with him. I mean, obviously, he did some jumpers over in Europe. Uh, he's just that type of horse that doesn't need to stay in the large jumps. He can, you know, he can jump the bigger ones, and then you can ride harder at the fences, and then he jumps even higher. And Hannah, you went to the big last Oxford, which I know a lot of people were a little scared of. Can you sort of tell us about your reasoning to go? Well, uh, it, was a, it was a very competitive class. Everyone was really putting in great trips. Um, it wasn't my plan when I walked to go to that high option, but he felt great and he felt like he was jumping better and better as the class went on. And as I said, there's a lot of good horses and a lot of great riders in here, so I just decided to go all out. <laughs> Show us up. <laughs> go all out. Can you each talk about how you thought the course was and then maybe what your strategy is without giving away any secrets going into tomorrow? Oh boy. I, I, I think it was really perfect. It was wonderful. I, I think Alan's course last year was perfect. I think this course is perfect. I, I'm just going to follow, follow Alan around, I guess. No, it was, it was nice. I think it was inviting. Um, it kind of allowed some more experienced horses to go. So, you know, it kind of suited a lot of horses. So I, I don't think it overfaced anybody. Um, but the horses all jumped well, and it was really kind of a strong field this year. I think the horses went really well, and, and um, I think all I I saw very few major mistakes, and but also the horses jumped, you know, performed well over it. So I think he did a great job. Yeah, I mean, I agree with him. That the course didn't really overface anybody, and like my horse coming there and not having done this or been in this ring, or, and he was very confident. And it's great to have that kind of round. I'm sure the is going to be a little bit different, and you know, plus you've got to be handy. So it was a good way to start out the, the class. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a it rode well, and it was a nice class before tomorrow night. So, I think so. Did anything about it surprise you? No, Alan has great courses. Um, you know, it was, it was obviously beautiful to look at. Um, and, you know, he used, he used enough scope, like you had the Oxford Oxford early on, third jump to the tall vertical, you kind of, I saw a couple of rubs there. But no, I, I think it, it rode inviting, but it also need a careful horse and scopey enough. But like I said, I think there's a lot of young horses in my uh, autograph who went early on. This is his first derby final, so I think it was inviting to, you know, like John's horse, for those horses to go around, but also kind of the veterans that have done it, you need a scope and you can, show off like the high jump if you wanted to take that option you know kind of show off your horse you could you could make those decisions i think this year there to get into the second round 
Uh, seems to be a, a pretty high score, higher than it has in the past. I think yeah, the top, the top desert. It's a strong, it's a strong class for tomorrow night. Yeah. Preparations for tomorrow. Like Tori will never walk the course. That's your. Do you give it a white hand? I'm not. I'm not that great. I'm gonna keep my lucky socks on. Exactly. Try to do the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. I end up parking in the same place on my motorbike. There's lists. There's things I can't even think what I do. It's like Groundhog Day. You have to follow everything the same way. So yeah. Everybody. Our whole. Our whole group. Kenny Wheeler sits in the same spot. Maddie sits in the same spot. We all, my God, it's, it's really, it's out of control. We're not, not, not going to stop yet. Now I know to move his motorbike. <laughs> so that's the end of the Derby Championship's first press conference. This next section is the press conference of the Handy Hunter round of the Derby. The press conference starts with Hunt, the overall Derby winner, talking about what it felt like to be a repeat champion. Uh, you know, it's fabulous. I, I, you know, first of all, that horse deserves it. He, he's, he's such a wonderful horse, and he's been so good all year. Um, come here, be able to win both rounds, and made really special. He did it last year, and he truly deserves it because he, he tries so hard every time we show him. And Hannah, that was a phenomenal ride. Moving <laughs> up from third to second and beating out another horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you made me work for it. Yeah, tell me a little about your round today. very great company here and our top two two rider. I think I added up the math and I do words, not numbers, but I think I calculated around $26,000 just from this round alone that you're walking That's fantastic. Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk a little bit about, um, you know, the prize money that you're winning and what that means to kind of be sitting in such good company as a tier two rider and still earning a significant paycheck. Well, I think just being here is an honor, you know, again, with these top riders and they're great horses. You know, this is my first derby finals, right. my horse's first derby finals. So it's just an incredible experience just watching them on the live stream before being here, just being a spectator, and then to actually have a chance to go up against them is great. It's an honor. And uh, it's a great program that we get all this money. He's very modest. He's been having a really good year on your face. I'll for that Really, I'm I'm lucky. I, I can't say enough good things about that horse. Um, we don't show him that much, um, but we were joking in the school entering. I, I was lucky. Uh, Daniel Geithner actually drove back up for the night. He was here. He's been here every time I've won. And when I was winning uh, yesterday. He surprised me. He was at Aiken. He drove back up tonight to, to be here and set jumps for me. But the horse, he, he tries so hard every time we show him. Um, he's super careful, brave. He's kind of everything you look for in a hunter. And his balance is wonderful. Um, but, you know, we, we show him sparingly. And, but he comes out, he's just phenomenal on his own. I, I, can't, I can't say enough good things about him. I think that Daniel came 
No, he was. He actually was here this week, and he went. He was home in Aiken, um, and he actually drove back up this afternoon uh, to be here for tonight. The uh, set jumps and be here because, like I said, y'all know how superstitious I am. <laughs> once again, he was here when I wrote, showed Lone Star was in the schooling area with me. He was here last year in the schooling area with me, and he said he wasn't going to miss it again. So I have to. I have to give him some uh, thanks for showing up and. and Keeping all my weird superstitions alive. <laughs> but you didn't know he was talking. I didn't know. I actually, I called him. We talked a couple times a day. Normally, I called him a day. He didn't, didn't answer. I was kind of offended. And yeah, he, he showed up. Um, but no, I guess I'm, I'm so lucky. I, I have the best owners anyone could ever ask for. Obviously, my daughter, Maddie, KJ, the barn manager, my wife, Kate Stevenson, our vet, Jensen Kimmelman, my uh, chiropractor, well, Jake is my failure. Everyone behind this horse roots for him and, and cheers him along. The guys in the barn, uh, you couldn't ask for a better team and a better horse. It's, it's so special. A lot. We, like I said, we have a big crowd. Um, Wheelers, the whole gang, uh, James, the Wheelers, good friend. I, they were they were lined up everywhere. Obviously, KJ, Maddie, my wife, they were everyone's out there. But it, like I said, yeah, the huge fan club and everyone plays part of it. What did you all think of the horse? Uh, it was a little tricky for me. There's a lot of left turns, which uh, are, are harder for my horse, and it gets it tends to get him to play a little bit. And <laughs> um, so it, yeah, it was a little a little trickier for me, but it worked out. Um, but it, it was beautiful. I live I live for this class every year. It's as Colin said, it is an honor to be here and. They really do a spectacular job with it. It's very special. I personally think Alan and Danny build the best derby courses <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, they, it was a great course. I, I thought it was spectacular. Road, both days rode nice, inviting, but the horses jumped beautiful. And like I said, this year there were so many top quality rounds. And just trip after trip, they got better and better. It was it was great. I thought. Yeah, and being a rookie, like it was amazing to see like what the course was like and what it asked you to do. And Hunt's ride, like it really showed the horses off in the end. When you walked through, I thought like, wow, well, how's this gonna work? And then the, the quality just came out of these animals, and they just jumped their hearts out. And it was just all round after round, higher and higher scores. It was amazing, just amazing. How did you put it Friday? Get what areas in the court did you try to change it up to get a higher score? Like, what were the places where you could get a little bit easier? Early on, we were watching, trying to, you, you try to watch and try to figure out kind of what the judges are looking for. They were worded different things. It was kind of spread out a little bit, kind of for the handy points, you know, the bonus, bonus points. Um, some people went around and galloped the last jump and got high scores. Some people went inside. You could go uh either direction obviously to the balance and there were different departures from that to the last jump so and obviously the other option jump over there so you kind of had to pick out i think what suits your horse best but also kind of what you're what the judges were looking for um i, I was kind i was a little lower on autograph and when i try to be carry a little pace try 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 to do you know take a couple risks to see if it would help out and, and improve the score and they like kind of a boulder ride while galloping stuff like that so then i tried to follow that path with with cannon creek but not obviously take to the next level and make a mistake but he you know it, it was the horses jumped great and and in this ring and this venue they all, all the horses perform perform well so it, you know i think the horses truly won the class but it was a great course as well I mean, I think you could have felt about how this horse is like such a horse of a lifetime for you. 
Well, um, he 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 made me a hunter rider. <laughs> um, it's been it's it's been a long partnership, which is rare in in this in this world. So I've been incredibly lucky to have such a partnership with him and such a relationship with him. And it's it's I always can go in that class and know he's going to jump his heart out. <laughs> he might be a little happy doing it and a little playful, but, and that's, that's an incredible feeling, knowing that he's going to give it his all. Are you nervous, Morgan? Are you nervous? I, uh, you know, I, I, I think, like I said, I, after winning last year, obviously, you obviously want to win again. But you, you try to keep your wits about you and do the best. But that you know, Tangri gives you such confidence. Yes, I was nervous, but I, I probably less nervous than last year, I guess. Because last year I didn't know what to expect in the lights. This year I knew he'd go in there and he'd be, you know, he was comfortable with it. But of course, yes, I, I get, I have, yes, I get nervous all the time. So yes, for sure, I don't know why. Yes, for sure, nervous. Well, now you've joined the ranks of Tori and Liza, and you're a three-peater. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I got a three-peat on the same horse, though. I got something to work on now. Exactly. Well, you got it, too. Exactly. You got, right. you got it. You got it. I have a question for Colin. This is the first time you brought this horse to the Derby. What, at what point in sort of the year did you say, I think I got a Derby horse under me, or was there a benchmark in your showing? No, actually, we did our first international derby in Wellington. He just started doing first year then, and we tried one in the international ring. He's made for it. I mean, the horses, he wants to do it. He goes, the bigger the stage, the better he goes. And I, I knew it when, when I wrote, I don't know how, but I knew it when he was three and a half, he was going to do it. He's, he's a winner. What's his background? Uh, he was born in Belgium. He uh, did the three-year-old stallion approvals and stuff, and then we purchased him there. I bought him, left him in Europe until he was four, then my client bought him and we brought him over, and I started him in the baby greens. And I brought him all the way up, and now he's in first year, and he did the 3-6 green incentive this week, and now this. And that's the end of the second press conference. This last little section is a quick interview I had with Hunt talking about Cannon Creek after the award ceremony. Uh, yeah, we bought him from Amos Fadone and uh, Kathy Kelly. They last, or well, two years ago now. Um, so last year, was, he hadn't been doing hunters very long. So, it, we, you know, we started doing hunters at the beginning of the year. So this is kind of early in his hunter career. Came here, won derby finals. Um, and he's been wonderful. Every time we, you know, called on him, he actually, you know, exceeds our expectations. Um, but to come in tonight, he, he, I'm so confident. I mean, I knew he was going to try the hardest. I, I honestly tried not to make a mistake and let him do his thing and, and he just tries so hard he's a wonderful horse i'm so lucky to have him obviously the wheelers that own him and the whole team behind him is unbelievable he's the sweetest horse he has yeah. the best manners um the, the, you know the, everyone that takes care of him absolutely adores him kj pearson uh, uh our barn manager she absolutely loves him maddie tosh and my daughter they all you know he, he loves bed got stuffed animal on his stall loves treats he, he's the greatest horse to be around so he has a stuffed animal like oh yeah yeah Matt, maddie has all the horses that have a stuffed animal and once again it's another kind of superstitious thing we have but he, he added here last year to draw it out again yeah great and just what's he like to ride like in terms of like a lot of legs you know, he's a he's a very tall horse um he, he he's a little you know, narrow body so he doesn't feel like he's quite a tall horse um but he's very tall he has a 
wonderful mouth and balance and he's so scopy. It makes it so easy for him. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode featuring the Platinum Performance USHJA International Hunter Derby Championship. Let us know how you like this format. I also want to give a big thank you to the episode sponsor, Troxel. Learn more at www.troxelhelmets.com. You can subscribe to the Practical Horseman podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. While there, please rate and review the show. I'm Sandy Olenek, and you've been listening to the Practical Horseman podcast.